and what's very important is that we go through life avoiding failure, right? So it's like you you must get above 30, 40, or 50%, whatever it is nowadays. I don't know what the pass mark is nowadays. And you go through your entire life avoiding it. But when you follow your curiosity, the first thing you must go past is the gate of failure. Mm-hmm. Right? This is this is what no one tells you that you are going to suck in the beginning. What people tend to assume is that when you start doing anything new, you have to be great at it. It's it doesn't work that way. Yes. Yeah. And so in the beginning, failure is part of the whole thing. It's part of the process. But we aren't taught these things, but the wisdom that... Hi, I'm Togelo. And I'm Llewellyn, a.k.a. Master Louis. And welcome to the Full Circle Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about building a real life. With growing businesses, complicated relationships, and rich life experiences, while unpacking how that looks from both the male and female's perspective. So wherever you find yourself right now we hope you'll keep an open mind and enjoy and enjoy and enjoy boom okay yeah so there's a bit of a story that i want to just share today okay um in 2016 we obviously when we're building la hakla the brand we we had this massive deal with these um investors mm-hmm that were coming on board to invest in the brand uh, and it was quite like a large significant number i think something like 20 million wow and uh yeah 20 million rands uh it was about one point something or some two million dollars somewhere there was that was that was what what we had spoken about and prior to that we had there was some shady the shady anc people that we met um <laughs> that wanted to have a conversation and put 30 million rand into the business and like i was just like these people are weird and they just want to come and give us like this 30 million and i it just felt weird but then when these guys came around i was like man these people are epic i mean one of the guys was like uh, one of the people behind um the durban july uh, another guy um I guess I shouldn't disclose too much information. Yeah, because then people um, can figure it out. Sorry, <laughs> so when you say these people, the Durban July, this this is the new thing that, the new offer now that you've gotten, not the shady. No, 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 no. So this, okay. this, this, this is obviously subsequent yes. from, the, from, from, from the shady one, right? Yes, yes. And at the time, I mean, we had, I mean, I had just, I had just put in 200,000 Rand of my own cash into it. Mm. Um, that I could have used for other things, but I put it in and we had produced like our first batch of stock in 2015 in December. I remember that. Mm. And so in 2016, when we started, when obviously now people are, there's sales happening and word is spreading and people are like, oh my goodness, what is this? And then, you know, eventually, like I said, the investors came on board and they're like, cool, we wanted to go with this thing. Um, and then because of where we were and just how much we're burning through the money and how much like we respend a lot of the money in the production, uh, we realized that we needed more, obviously, you know, but then there was this deal that came on, they were putting on celebrities, like it was this huge thing, like it was going to be massive. And then um, a week before the deal fell into place, you know, the guy, one of the guy or the main people calls me in and he says to me, well, you know, wanted to call you in just you, because obviously all the meetings I'd go with my partners, and mm-hmm. like, let's go, right? Mm. And... Um, we we obviously got there and I, well, I was there by myself and he was like, all three of them were there. The C's operations officer, CFO, CEO, mm-hmm. and then CEO was just there. 
very ballsy guy, you know, chill, chill guy. And he was like, yeah, you know, I remind him of him when he was younger. And these guys are like billionaires. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he was like, yeah, man, um, we know, what, you know, what we're seeing with what you've been doing and whatnot. And we've realized after having conversations that, you know, this is going to take a bit more, lo- much longer than what we thought this would be. And we thought that would actually, like, it's better for us to put money into, into another company that's that we see a lot of growth in that's going to take a lot of our time and this is going to take a lot of our time and we don't know anybody who's who can come help you guys operationally in this business which you guys need you know Uh, so we can't we can't put the time that we need to in this business which is a good thing for them because now i mean they sold this business that they spoke about for Mm. billions to uh uh, uh, another uh, company another Mm -hmm. telecoms company okay like two years ago (laughs) Um, and then he said something interesting to me. Then afterwards, like, obviously they said they can't invest in the deal anymore. The deal's off the table, right? And then they say to me that, yeah, you know, like this deal, this, you know, this thing that you have, I mean, look, what we're going to, what we can do for you is offer you, uh, to run one of our companies, you know, run one of our companies. And, um, you know, it's like, it's it's just you now. Just me, just me. They'll be saying, fuck your team, bro. Like (laughs) by yourself. And they're like, we'll offer you like. Um, to come run one of our companies and we'll pay you 100,000 rand a month net mm-hmm. right uh, this was now 20 this was this was 2016 yeah. so this was like yeah and I was like shit you know and then I was like well I don't mind doing this but I have to still do what I have to do they're like yeah. no you can't push this product anymore you have to pause this and do this thing I remember crying I remember crying right there and in front like, of them yeah like I, I was because like deal's gone sure. now and here i am and they're like yeah well you you have to do this thing and then he said something interesting to me he said yeah you know but if this thing of yours that if this product doesn't pop off by the time you hit 30 like you would have reached your sell by date that's what he told me what that's what he told me no so he says you have to take this deal whatever and and you know at the time it was like dude like i just put in like my last 200,000 rand into this brand like two, three months before that. And it was like, we're at the end right now. And like the team, everybody's just like, we're going through it right now. And a lot of the times I didn't share this with a lot of the people in the team because it was like, dude, like here we are. And people, you know, like, you know, it was one, it was a very tough thing for me to do. And I, I remember walking into the car and I was like, man, shit, like this deal, what do I tell people? Like we've been mm-hmm. working on this deal for like weeks and it's happening. And then it, it, it just went. And that was the last time I saw those guys, last time I spoke to them. Um, and that was the lowest moment in, I can say, my journey. It was a very low moment. It was a very low moment that tested, A, what I really wanted. It, B, put a lot of money in front of me, <clears throat> but also tested the fact, like, I wouldn't say loyalty, but loyal not loyalty to people, but yes, loyalty to people because... I felt responsible, right? Okay. And that was the first time I can say I had to fight the urge to quit because I was given something that was shiny, yeah. somewhat shiny. Yeah. And I, I, and, and, and I think many people find themselves in this area, and I wanted to start this conversation with that because after that, there were other blows. I mean, there was a deal that we had with R&B, you know, you know, and then they, it got far, just came, it was just a huge thing that was supposed to happen. I mean, shit. And it reminds me that I've really been through a lot of things in this journey mm-hmm. and it pulled like, you know, before the deal happens, the guys are like, now nah, we, 
we can't do this anymore. We, well, we, we, we don't think it fits the profile. And I was like, shit, man. And uh, you take those blows, but the, as you take those blows, people fall away. They walk away because you're failing. It's not working, mm. you know? And, and, and it's, it's those, those moments for me were when I realized what I wanted and when I realized that I came close to giving up because what are you supposed to do when it's not working out? Yeah. What are you supposed to do when it's not working out? Yeah. What what do you do? And and for me, th- that was really I don't know what people tend to deal with, but whether you deal you doubt you you're dealing with temptation, whether you're dealing with the conversation in yourself that says, should I give up? Should I not give up? You or you're dealing with the conversation of actually should I quit? Get a job? Like what is it that you have to what is that what is that thing? What how do we deal with this thing? And these are the conversations that people don't have. Yeah. That when do you quit? When do you fight that urge? Do you fight it? Do you what? What's the situation? Give in. What do you do? Yeah. Yes, and and I think that's that's really what 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 I, I really want to start this conversation with because just to set the tone to say that even me as a person I went through this, mm. and I cried. <laughs> I, I cried. I cried. I drove in my car crying, Aww, getting back okay. things to myself, man. Like. Do I just drop everything and carry and just go? I've got this company I'm, I have to go run. I'm like way before, like I'm so young. I'm going to run a whole company. Like, what is this? And I walked away. You said no. I said no. Did you say no in that meeting or did you take a day to think about it? I said no in that meeting and I left. And But everything in me, and as I got into the car, was like, dude, dude. what the hell? <laughs> Get back inside right now and like take it it. like what are you doing you're tired but my spirit said nah bro it's the same spirit it was the same spirit that told me to walk out of the job interview that i had when i started my journey it was the same kind of voice that said nah nah we're done with this it's scary though isn't it because i feel like i don't know or, or or maybe you're not as like groomed by the system um but it's scary when that Jeez, thing is you 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 didn't you didn't go into corporate and you yes. haven't been as surrounded by people who are in those traditional structures yes living those traditional lives yes i'm not um, institutionalized yes. yes so i think I, that's that's just what I mean when I say you know and and that's system. a privilege that I had and that's a privilege yes that's a, that's in hindsight it's a privilege that I had to have been able to make that decision yes yes, yes. Um, it's not like before I used to think I was cool but nah that's, that's privilege <laughs> right there that's not a like not anybody could have made yes, that decision it's like I, just I because of backgrounds or yes, situations I started or to learn that we have different lives and there's a very important thing for people to understand yes. that that's privilege i understand now in hindsight that i was privileged to do so yes yes now you went on about privilege for so long i forgot the point i was making i'm sorry i just had to make that make that (laughs) i I, I had to emphasize that that was supposed to be a whole separate podcast episode (laughs) checking your privilege just had to no 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 it's 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 the truth babe i know know, i know but i lost my thought now you, you were you were talking about you were talking about you were talking about um in terms of like, like I wanted to accept, I wanted to take it, and then you're talking about it, me not being oh, institutionalized. Oh, it's so hard. Yes, and then you can get back to chatting about your privilege. 
Um, but I'm saying it's so hard to actually listen to that voice because you, you, you mentioned how you started, you know, with the first job interview or that first offer you got many, many years ago yes. when you just finished school, um, you, you had that feeling that said, actually, this isn't for me. And you walked away from applying from jobs and wanting to even go into those institutions. Right. Yes. And so from then listening to that voice inside of you and trusting that gut and listening to that so-called instinct became easier and easier for you. Yes, it became You became louder. very in tune with it. Whereas having been in these structures, mm -hmm. I think, you know, obviously you're going against your natural instincts of um, following your your passion um chasing or you know exploring your interests mm -hmm. and building on your skills and talents because those don't necessarily serve you in these structures and so a lot of the time you're muting or ignoring that inner voice so when you do hear it like shouting at you saying dude don't do that rather take your savings and you know make this leap or rather you know quit your job like it's time now that side hustle needs to be a real thing it's scary yes. it's scary to turn down something that is great or looks to be a great opportunity but is something that could potentially compromise an even greater opportunity in the long haul mm -hmm. um which in your case was Lahokla. Yes. But at the time, it seemed like, dude, you could have 100,000 sitting in your account at the end of next month. Yes. But you right now you're choosing to just struggle and you have nothing right now. You're mm. trying to get investors. Yes. You know, so that's just what I mean when I say like, wasn't it scary? Because I know in in situations like me, you know, even with the saving and with the planning and plotting and building, um, leaving the full-time job was something that I was like shit scared of um, because yes. you don't have that safety net. You don't have that comfort. And it took some time, me deliberating, going back and forth, umming and eyeing and all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, that, that push happened finally for me to have to leave. Um, but yeah. That's, that's, it was, that's just what I was... It, 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 it was scary and it has to be scary. It's it's just the nature of it. It's it's the nature of doing something new. And and the thing is, I guess with me, it it really... And, and this is just the thing. And it, it's, it's, it's not about... I have to speak from my experience, but I have to speak from the way that society, most people tend to like go through life. Because like I said... In terms of the privilege aspects, I have to speak to that because of the fact that I can't tell people to do what I did because mm -hmm. that doesn't help anybody. Like, because we find ourselves in different positions. If you're privileged, by all means, do what you have. You do what you got to do. Mm, but I like, couldn't do that. You see what I'm saying? Like, get it how you can. But the main thing about it is that regardless of what it is, that voice, our whole entire system, or let me say our lives are like societies getting away that stifles and 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 subdues that voice right it mm -hmm. subdues it so it's mm -hmm. like what we are as people and this is 
as brutal as I'm going to put it. It's like we're put into these zoos, right? And it's like you go to this primary school, high school, go to varsity, and you put into these places where you're supposed to develop artificially in a certain way, right? And you feel something is not right. Because let me tell you something about the body. The body is a very interesting thing. When the body is engaged, it's engaged. You can sit and watch a three-hour movie at the cinema and you're engaged. But, you know, you go to a class that's boring, 45 minutes, you're tired. Like 20 minutes, you're bored. Mm. Because the, you, mm. you, you aren't engaged. You, you're not connected to it. And this is the thing about it is that when you're engaged and when you're connected to something and when you really are into something, you're going to do it. You're going mm. to add more energy behind it. But if you're bored, that's what it is. Yeah. So what school taught us was that life was boredom. We were taught that you, you have to go to this next class, this boring class. Afterwards, work has to be this boring thing that you do and then after when you get home it's homework then you have holidays and then you have a weekend and so so the weekend was two days and work was five days or school was five days so we're taught this is a program yes and for you to realize that there's a better life out there you first have to let go of the idea that working is this terrible thing Mm. you have to let go of this entire situation but for you to do that you need to be able to spend enough time with yourself for you to be able to develop this voice because it's like when animals go when they've been when they were brought up in captivity and then they have to take them back to the wild they call it rehabilitating the animal mm-hmm. for the wild so they mm-hmm. start teaching it how to you know a cheetah you'll see they start teaching it how to hunt like they you know they put they 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 put the meat on a, on, on a rail so they can it can chase after the the, oh, the meat okay. I was about right? to ask how they do right that. and they have to start learning how to kill it's like these things that they have to start learning but eventually as time goes on they get rehabilitated those instincts don't die they're always lying dormant mm-hmm. and that's what it is some people the more time you spend with yourself the more you learn how to develop and understand that and hear that voice mm. And the less time you spend with yourself because you're so distracted, the less you're able to identify with that voice and be able to hear it because that voice starts out whispering. And then when things go patient in life, it starts screaming. That's how it goes. So for me, it was scary. But at the time, I was I had spent enough time with me and understood what I wanted. And I was very unapologetic about this. And people will call you self-centered. They'll call you snobbish. They'll call you stuck up. They'll call you selfish. That's what people have to call you in people terms to understand or to explain what you are mm-hmm. or they'll say oh you think highly of yourself or you're arrogant or you're confident that's what people always always as always always said when it comes to me and it's like okay i get it whichever one it is you know yes right you know yes jayla people say i've heard that one you know it's like and i was like oh okay cool tell yourself yes but it's like people like oh you think so you 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 think you're the shit yes i think i'm the shit you're not supposed to think you're the shit but exactly my point Right, people. Oh, you th- oh, what? What you think you're the shit? And it's like, yes. Like, if you don't think you're the shit, how are you ever going to be the shit if you don't think you're the shit? When other people think you're the shit. But anyway, I digress. The point <laughs> of the matter is that you, you it is going to be a scary decision because you're operating in a new way. It's like on the Matrix when Neo was first unplugged, and like he was there in the ship, and he was like, oh my goodness, he was unplugged, and he was like, why do my eyes hurt? His body was 38 or 30 years old, but his mind was like plugged into the matrix. So he'd never used his body the entire time because his body was being used as a battery for the machine yeah, world. Yeah. And so he gets there, he's like, Morpheus, why do, why do my eyes hurt? Why can't I open them? He says, it's because you've never used them before. Right? And that's the thing is that you, 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 you don't, you've, because you've been subdued and put into captivity your entire life, you don't know what it's like to identify with the instinct. Hmm. You, don't know what it, you don't know what it's like 
to identify with an instinct and trust that it will lead you in a certain way. You don't know what it's like to, to, to say, okay, cool, if I make this decision, it's going to lead me to the next decision that's going to help me make the next decision. It's yeah. like it's all sequential. Yeah. And so we aren't taught these things. And so for only, the only way you're able to do this is that you have to isolate and develop this voice. And then only in that aspect, that's why even Jesus' ministry only started after he came out of the desert. It didn't start from when he was a carpenter. That carpenter lifestyle has to, had to die. Then he went into the desert. It says the spirit took him to the desert and he was there for today, tested through, you know, food, everything, whatever it was. And then after that, was he baptized? John the Baptist baptized him and then he began his ministry. So it's like it, there's a rebirth. Hence why they speak about the second birth is a rebirth. It's like Saul was running to, to go kill the people in the Bible. And then he had a moment and he turned around. Moses, the same thing. He was born into Egypt. Right. And then from there, he had to be cast. He had, like if he was the prince of Egypt, he had to leave. He had to go find another life there. Find He had a girlfriend or abroad. He had found a family. But then he was pulled back to Egypt. Okay, so basically... And he was scared. Are you looking to use social media and other online marketing tools to promote your new product, side hustle, or service? Lucky for you, I offer group coaching sessions that will help you set up your profile for success with what to post, how to drive engagement, and helping you every step of the way for four weeks. Visit afrodigital.com today to find out more. Okay, so basically, this feeling is a natural and normal part of the process. It's natural. We need to um, face adversity, face this time alone, be in isolation, be, you know, realign ourselves, our, our, oh, people can't see me do what I'm doing, but <laughs> realign everything and get in tune with ourselves our inner voice basically and that takes time you know yeah. learning learning to listen to that inner voice facing things going through things um trying out different things failing falling flat on your face getting back up and learning to know what that particular feeling or what the sound of that particular little voice inside of you actually sounds like the difference between you thinking out loud or other people speaking in your ear and what is really coming from within um, and in time i guess that voice becomes stronger and you become more in tune and in line with yourself who you truly are your purpose and what you're meant to do and being in flow with all of that becomes easier and easier with time. And no, you see, that's what I'm saying is that that sounds all right. And it, and it sounds, it's, it's very theoretical, right? Theoretical in how you put it. But it's like when someone says to a person, like, to align with yourself, what does that really mean? Like, what does that mean it's to be aligned with yourself? To be, to be, so what does it mean for you? So when you say that you're aligned, when you say that you align with yourself and you've, you, you get in touch with the inner voice and, and you find your purpose, whatever you said right now. Explain that. No, so Explain I'm, that I'm basically a... taking from what you just said. You made the examples of Moses and Jesus and the things they had to go through. They had to go through hard times, adversity, facing challenges to come out and speak to their ministries. That's my understanding of what you just said. I'm saying what you've said back to you in a different way to say, am I understanding what you're saying correctly? So it's not me trying to explain. It's me saying, okay, 
So these examples you've said is that there's something you're put on this earth to do. Yes. Moses was born as a slave and he went and he had a nice life with his broad and whatever. And he had to go back because there was something he actually had to do. And he had to go and find his voice and find his courage and be challenged by people and be uncomfortable and stand up for himself. And some people t called him crazy and didn't follow him. Some people stayed behind, surely. And others followed him and others turned back halfway through the journey or whatever before they even got to the river and whatnot. Like there, there are things they had to go through, just like you explained with Jesus and the, you know, 40 days he spent in the desert. He had to be alone. He had to go through challenges. He suffered. There was, you know, drought. He, he got hungry. He didn't have things. He had to, you know, all of that stuff. Mirages, going a bit crazy, thinking you're all on your own. And that's just me saying, like, those situations were different, say, for Jesus and Moses and all those other people you mentioned. So, me looking at your journey and comparing myself to you and saying, oh, those are the markers of alignment won't work because it's different for everyone. It's you finding whatever it is for you. No? It's, it's, and, and that's what I'm saying is that I, 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 because it's it's a very important conversation. Not really important. It's it's a very. I've just hated how people have always painted these kinds of terminologies and the jargon people use about them. That's why I was asking what you mean. I thought you were speaking, you know, adding to what you're saying. Not really confirming what I'm saying. Oh. And that's what I was trying to understand. But what I'm just trying to really say is that, you you have to, be able to know. And, and know that those things that are pulling on you for you to do, those are the things that you have to trust. Those gut, not really gut instincts, but that curiosity you have, you have to uh, like be able to trust its pull on your life. Mm -hmm. And and that's really what, what people don't teach us in, in school is that if you're pulled towards writing, keep writing, right? Keep adding that to that because... Because all those curiosities are the soul's embedded escape plan out of the system. It's like, you know, you come into this life and you figure out, like you see what's there. You Some things are pulling on you. Music is pulling on you. Art is pulling on you. Whatever it is, is pulling on Gardening. you. You have to pull. You have to go where that thing is pulling you, even though. And, 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 the, and, and what's very important is that we go through life avoiding failure right so it's like you you must get above 30 40 or 50 percent whatever it is nowadays i don't know what the pass mark is nowadays and you go through your entire life avoiding it but when you follow your curiosity the first thing you must go past is the gate of failure mm -hmm. right this is this is what no one tells you that you are going to suck in the beginning what people tend to assume is that when you start doing anything new you have to be great at it it doesn't work that way yes yeah. and so in the beginning failure is part of the whole thing it's part of the process but we aren't taught these things, but the wisdom that the wisdom is that you have to begin with the failure. You have to begin with that. And when when I went through what I went through, and when you went through what you went through, it feels as though that something in you is dying. It's like, how am I supposed to go in go into this new direction? Because it feels like this life you've been working towards and building 
and you you know you've you, they've told you to make this thing happen and you this is where you're trying to go all of a sudden it's no longer applicable to you anymore mm. what do you do then you feel like a failure it's like you know I'm, I, i've got fired from my job or i'm not happy anymore why am i not happy because i made all the right moves i got married and i was supposed to get married i had 2.5 kids or three let's round it off you know <laughs> you had three kids why do you feel unhappy and it's simply because of the fact that as long as your body mind and soul are in captivity and not out there in the wild where you're able to examine and process and project who you are as an individual you can't be happy because it's you you aren't eating off of the fruits of who you are yeah and and this is what we are not taught and this is why people don't understand that when you go through failure that urge to quit feeling like you want to give up those are the things that let you know that now you're moving and operating in a way that's contrary to what you've been taught because the world says pass 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 like imagine if you were the smart like you must be the smart person and that is why people that get 80% and 90% in life don't get become really successful because they avoid failure yet failure is a thing that you need in order to spiritually grow so the phd's in this in this world aren't the ones doing the things that matter in life because those are the people that are doing things that matter in life are getting the lower marks or not even going to school not to say you mustn't go to school <laughs> it's just to say that when you live a life making all the right moves avoiding all the failure you miss all of the all the lessons that take you out of Failure captivity breaks. and put you into the wild yeah and that is why the people who are who kept who are able to develop in the wild come back you know they go into the desert and come back with with the whole philosophy they come back with a whole new way of doing things and it's like where does, where does that come from he doesn't have a degree doesn't he didn't spend 10 years getting experience somewhere whatever how did he do this and yet this person knows more about this specific topic than you do because he was willing to go deeper yeah. he or she yeah and and this is the thing that we are not taught and and so this whole thing of failure when i went through it and when you went through it is that you it it felt like it was painful it feels like everything's going to go and fuck out it feels like oh my goodness here i am i'm struggling with this i'm or you've lost something you've lost a job or you're in debt whatever the fuck it is what happens is that you are here sitting looking at it but you also know that when you started your journey look where it's led you but yeah. you could not know you're going to get here in the beginning i hoped i hoped i would get here i didn't know it was going to take me this long and you didn't know how it was going to look like and yeah i definitely didn't know how it was it, it, it was going to look and i think that's that's the big thing because many people we all start out with this vision of how we're going to make it how we're going to succeed we're going to do 1 2 3 add 2 cups of sugar a liter of milk yes. mix it all together and pop it in the oven and after 2 years we're going to come out with a thriving seven figure business and we're going to be working 2 hours a day traveling you know just living it up basically and it doesn't really work out that way because the reality of the situation is that like you said it's it's a journey you have to you know learn as you're going along you have to fail or you know it's more a temporary setback and not a failure but yeah you keep pushing and you keep learning and you keep growing and you're adapting and you're changing things and you're you know oh actually this isn't what people want this is what i need to give them this is how i need to do things and this and ultimately you get to a place where 
you've grown so much and you're better and happier and you know what you're doing has grown hopefully and is doing if you've learned i think naturally mm-hmm. it will um have grown um but i think that's 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 the thing that maybe many people that causes many people to give up as well you know because what you said that they they don't know that failure is just a normal part of the process that everybody goes through because Paul Zuckerberg and all of these people started in their garages and they were instant overnight successes, you know, like Jeff Bezos and uh, Steve Jobs and them. But like, they also don't know that it's not necessarily just that straightforward. You know, it takes yes. a whole lot to get there. Yes. It, 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 you know, like, I, I, I mean, you can't, it's not a straight line. That's it. I was about to say, I can't draw linear. that thing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just that straight line. It's actually like a messy scribble um, of a journey. And you can't really see what direction it's going and when it went because everything is kind of overlapping and crisscrossing. But you make it out in the end. Yes. And um, you make it out on top. This is the thing. It's, it's just one of those things. They, they, people, people aren't, they don't know this. And, and I had to learn this. And I think I, I've always been saying this, that in modern day society, and this is very important to understand that in modern day society, the, the, the late bloomer always resembles the failure. Yeah. Right. So you have to look like a failure in the beginning. It's like, how can you be this genius in the beginning? Like all these guys, you study the stories of Mozart, stories, study the stories of Leonardo da Vinci. You study Goethe, you study Picasso, all these people's journeys. And you look at it from the beginning, like Darwin especially. Darwin, people don't know that Darwin's dad was a doctor. And, you know, the time the church was running the game and he didn't want to go to the church or be a doctor because being a doctor was a, a physician was a prestigious kind of title. And Darwin was fascinated by animals and biology. And his dad was like, well, maybe for us to get this kid out of this situation, let's make him work at the church. Maybe Jesus will fix him. And in that, in turn, when he went to work for the church, as he was growing up, because he didn't want to be a doctor, the church had a missionary uh, uh, mission that they had to go to South America. And they told him to come to come on it, even though he was seasick. You know, he, he struggled with being seasick. But he traveled on the ship for five years. And in that five years, that's his curiosity led him to developing the theory of evolution. Because he just he he trusted the journey enough to go where he had to go but he he bypassed he told himself that if i stay here i'm not going to be able to do what i want to do yeah. and i have to go through the even though i can I'm, i get seasick I hate it. yeah i'm gonna go to south america to go and learn this thing and in when he got there he started to realize that oh shit this animal to that other two is the same as the animal from the other island but this one has had to adapt because conditions, conditions are different yeah. exactly and he was like oh my goodness Greatest quote of all time. It's not the strongest or the most intelligent species that survive, but the ones that are most responsive to change. So it's this whole thing of that he, every single person has had to go through this entire process. It's this thing where how do you become great when you don't, when you don't, when you're afraid to become a beginner? It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So now here I am. I'm about to give this talk next in the next two weeks. I'm being asked to book, to come and speak. I almost had a booking in Zambia right now, but I said to myself, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I've got another book I'm writing. I'm going to start writing when we come back from our trip, Larger Than Life. I'm dealing with, you know, a product listing right now and I can multiply these things all the way around. But in the beginning, however, all I knew was that I wanted, I wanted to be rich. That was what I knew. 
I knew I wanted to create things. I knew I wanted to write books. I knew I wanted to speak. Yeah. I knew these. I called it the Louis Triangle. And I've told you this, right? Yeah, I knew I've it. seen it. I had no idea how it was going to happen. I had no idea. But I've learned something that that the inherent in every intention or desire are the mechanics of its fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Inherent in every intention or desire are the mechanics of its fulfillment. And I can tell you for someone like you, you didn't know how it was going to pan out. But all the tools you needed to get here, you had. Yes. And the journey also knew, or your inner spirit also knew that you had the curiosity and the audacity to develop the skills as you went. Yes. Because you know now you've Wherever had to. Wherever I was. You were willing to go and say, okay, cool, I don't have a designer. I'm going to figure out design. Yeah. I don't know the skill. I'm going to figure it out because it already knew. I don't have a photographer. I need to figure out how to take pictures. Exactly. And make because them look good and all of that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Because your desire grows like any other seed inside of you. It knows the roots know where to go for water. Yeah. The roots know how to position the branch. If you look at natural, if you look at the sacred geometry and, and the golden ratio of how trees grow, they grow in the same way. One branch out and then two on the other side. One for balance and one for, uh, 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 one for growth. So not, it's it's not the plants I take care of. Oh, they, you you, they you all see die. this if you Google if you Google if you die. Google sacred geometry in trees you see this everywhere you go. Not in the plants I take care of. Oh, okay, because you're, you're awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> you're better than all of us. <laughs> There's a plant I have that's kind of dying right now. <laughs> it's but 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 that's what I'm saying is that you you it knows. They they say trusting yourself is trusting in the wisdom that created you. It, it knows. It knows where you're trying to go. Steve Jobs said it. He said that. He said, be willing to, don't live off of dogma, which is the results of other people's thinking. He said, be willing to trust yourself because you already know, or your instincts already know who you're trying to become. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. this is the thing. But even the failure. Even though you don't. Even, you don't know. You have no you idea. You don't know. That's why Moses, they told Moses, Moses told God, he said, listen, with the burning bush, he said, listen, bro, I stutter. <laughs> How can I go tell this oak, the Pharaoh? Because he didn't know that Pharaoh, he didn't know that it was like the Pharaoh had died. Yes, yes, yes. He thought he was going to chat to the main Pharaoh. He didn't know he was going to chat to another oak. Yeah. He was like, dude, how can I go and chat to this person? Because I started, like, me, yeah. I must lead 30 million people. 30 million people, me. I start to imagine him saying, yeah, guys, p- 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 please, let's, you know what I mean? Come, come, right? And that's that's the thing. Most people, that's the thing that I love about the Bible. Brian. And all he had was a star. Regular, regular people just. It's the story. Doing like extraordinary things, and I think. And it's not about religion, guys. Just story. <laughs> as much as as much as you know, even other stories that we watch on TV uh, about regular people who, you know, use whatever gifts they're they're blessed with to go on to do amazing things. They they're they're human. They're fallible just like you and me. And they just listen to that little nudge that they feel inside. Yes. I am no different to any other, you know, blogger out there. The only difference maybe is that I went and I actually paid more attention to the detail. I tagged all the pictures I uploaded with keywords. I went and I made sure that all the blog posts I wrote... Um, aligned with copywriting practices and keywords were in there to make those posts, you know, more easily found online. And those skills and doing them over and over, even though starting out, I used whatever basic guides that were online, doing them over and over, practicing it makes it more 
you know, develops that skill within me. Yes. And doing that with not just with writing and building on copywriting or images and being able to um, do photography and, um, you know, all the many different ways like videos and photo shoots or whatever it yeah. is, is building on those skills and not just focusing on the one aspect of, I don't know, getting exposure, getting invited to certain things. And, and I think those who become successful, that's essentially that that little thing that um, I think it was you that said that, um, you know, that said to me, go the extra mile because yes. it's 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 not crowded, it's not crowded there, you know, um, and I, I, I've seen that quote quite a bit. And that's really what it is. It's that extra mile that people are looking to are willing to go. And I think that's that's listening to that inner voice and trusting where it's guiding you and actually doing the thing that you need to do that you that makes you happy that you're passionate about is the thing that's going to make the difference because if you don't do it you're just going to stay exactly where you are and people are scared just like moses was scared just like jesus was scared just like um i'm sure maybe not i was gonna say i'm sure steve jobs was scared as well at some point but everybody, everybody it's, 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 you have has to pass through it it's the gate exactly but you do it's just like you said, that gate that you have to overcome, you have to go through it. And you, whoever you are listening, you need to do the same thing right now. Yeah. This it, is your sign. Too many people are trying to do new things with an outdated mindset that is programmed to self-sabotage any potential progress. My book, The Mastery Code, teaches progressive mindset using three spiritual pillars, self-mastery, money mastery, and purpose. Now available for purchase online, on Amazon, and at my website, tmcglobal.co that's what you got to do you, you have to be able to go through it and for me like in hindsight and it, and it doesn't matter how you do it but you just have to follow that curiosity that's it follow your curiosity there are others philosophies say follow your bliss whichever one you look at it like the eastern philosophies like talking about it they say follow your bliss which is yours. they call it samadhi um you know and 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 we all have our own journeys to go for me looking back right now i should have taken 100k right no. And then I should have taken 100k and then pushed the hockla in secret. No, that's what I should have done. I'm saying, I'm saying this is what I should have done in hindsight, right? That's what I should have done. But my spirit needed me to develop in different ways. I had to develop. I had to go and spend a lot of time absorbing information, absorbing the wisdom, understanding what it is that I understand, so I can deliver messages the way that I do. I know. That yes, I know how to build a business, but I know that my gift is being able to effectively communicate a message. I know that. I am sick. I am powerful. That aspect, but I know I had to go through that journey. And and people out there, you know, you're feeling like, oh, I want to give up. I want to quit. You feel like if you really feel strongly about it, and it not, it's not because of fear, but more because of the fact that you've done everything you can do. There's nothing, not much more you can do. Then, do it. then it's okay. Mm. Like there's nothing wrong with this thing. This this culture of never give up and like never give up until you die. No, like if something, you know, there was this quote I read somewhere that said, you know, people pe there are some people out there in the world who will force their moms to stay in an unhappy marriage for the sake of loyalty. And mm. it's like mm. if if you're then in, in if you're there and your mom is being in, in is, is is in a marriage and she's being beaten like what 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 are you advising her to stay for mm, mm. 
And this is the thing where if you've done everything you can do to help a person, help yourself, do the work, do everything you can do. Like what you've done everything you had to do. Yeah. You can't do it. You can't. Just some sometimes you just need to you can't learn learn to walk away. But that also comes with wisdom, hey. It's easier said than done. Hence like, I'm saying. Especially it's... when they're emotional connections. Like I mean, I guess it's easy when you're an outsider looking in on someone's relationship, like the example you gave with your mom and that advice. But when a person is in it themselves, it's not that easy to see, you know? It's not. Can't be. You could be in that relationship, you could be holding on to that job. You could be holding on to that 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 business maybe that just isn't getting off the ground. But you know you have other ideas that that isn't your only one. And letting go of that could be hard if you've invested a lot into yeah. It's not easy. Things. It's yeah. not easy. Not not everything has to. That's what I'm saying is that you can carry on and do something else. And then when something else starts to win, come back and resuscitate this other one that you feel like is, you know, kind of failed. That's not letting go though, but babe. It's not, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's not for the moment you have to let go so you can develop in other ways. And okay. when you get new skills, okay. new perspective, you can, you can come, come back, back and say, okay. okay, cool. I got it wrong. Like here I, I am. And Here's a scenario. Things. Yes. Do things better with yes. new learnings and Sometimes, Sometimes cool. you have to detach and then be able to come back and say, it's like the same sometimes thing. Sometimes it's, it's not forever, it's like, it's, it's like just yes. temporary. It's like this, you know, like karate movies. The guy gets beaten in the first five minutes of the movie. Then he goes and he trains with the master, whoever it is. Then he comes back and he's like, cool, I'm ready for you, bro. You know, and that's, that's how that's how much lot of movies. The guy doesn't want in the beginning. He gets beaten. He gets he's arrogant. He approaches. He's like, oh my goodness, but he doesn't know. He needs to go train in different ways. Then he comes back and he wins. It's this the is, same story. This is because you saw the Karate Kid on 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 Entourage. Yes, yes. but also because I watched Mortal Kombat the other day. It's the same thing. It's like <laughs> the first Mortal Kombat, Liu Kang loses. Then he has to come back and learn how to fight. He has to learn the game, and this is the thing because you're not ready. Sometimes you have to come back and be able yeah. to improve. Yeah. So, so that's what and it there's is. There's no shame in that. There's no shame. This thing of people telling you how to go about things and this bullshit narrative of, of, of that we absorb in life about how to go about things. You have to make shit happen for you, where in you find yourself, yeah. and that's just real talk right there. Like, quitting is not like the failure. You are going to feel like a failure. That's normal. Embrace it and keep doing it and improve. Most yeah. people give up in the first six months, but if this is what you want to do. You said it the other day that you said that you you felt like a couple of weeks back you wanted to give up. Yes. But you felt to yourself, you thought to yourself, well, if I give up, what else am I going to do? Dude. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And that's what's for me. I knew that. Because I can't, I can't go and just get another job somewhere else. Cause why even can't if you? I, well, I could, but like any job I get will be in line with my skills. Exactly. So I'm pretty much going to land back exactly. doing what I'm doing right now. Because so, so that's, endure the that's, suck. that's the thing. I mean, like saying that it's like seeing the, 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 the brand that I saw that had announced, for change. Mm, mm, having announced that you're closing. And that's, that's, that's exactly what I thought when I saw that post, because, you know, a couple of months ago they had announced with COVID, with everything that's been happening and the knock that they took, that they're closing and they're done and this is goodbye, you know, a whole IGTV and everything. And then just a couple of weeks ago, um, now they're back. And yes. and, and I, I could instantly identify with that because had I given up a couple of weeks ago, I would also land up being back because, yes. I mean, what, you land up in a job. Personally, for me, I don't think I could go back because... 
now you're doing things just not for yourself working towards your bigger vision that will be impactful that will make a difference and that will be meaningful but now you're just doing it because a person needs this particular artwork for whatever or this particular campaign or strategy for that you know um I, that's that's what steered me away from corporate so i would have landed up right back here doing full what circle i love hey. <laughs> Yeah, I would have right? come full circle, basically, yeah. so, back here, building. That's just what it is. But this is my destiny, I believe. Moses tried to leave Egypt, and he ended up coming right back. Right back you know, it's just circle. the way that goes. And, yeah. And, yeah, man, so it's like failure is a part of it. It's a part of the process, and that's yeah. just conclusion. It's like it's, it's, I hate the food, part of the process. It's just, it's the gate you must go it's past that reaches that, where you get, that lets you to get to, to genius. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all those limitations you think you have are actually the things that are the things that you must actually, or the things that are going to propel you to get where you want to get to. Mm. Because all those limitations, the fact that you can't do something means that you must do something else. It's a good thing because at least you know. Yeah. You know, it's like for me, I wasn't like, for instance, the tallest person in the world. So I know basketball is not in my, in, in my best. It's already new. It's simple. <laughs> I'm not going to go and play basketball. Not that I knew, I, like, I knew that people could play basketball regardless of whatever whatever height they were, but the world didn't say to me, you, you must come to basketball. So I was like, oh, I was cool with it, right? So it's fine. I'm cool with it, right? It's like, it's life. <laughs> it's like, if you, if you know you're getting poor marks for science, like the world is going to come and say to you, you, come, come, you must go do rocket science. They're going to do that for you. That's so a beautiful glad thing. the world didn't say that to me. Exactly. I was so, so when you suck at school, it's, it's, it's a good thing because the world has really said to you, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, You've cut out varsity. You've cut out wasting time in varsity. You've cut out. You've cut out so much shit just because you sucked at school. Now you can figure out other shit because it's simple for you. And 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 a lot of people don't look at that perspective. It's yeah. like you have to get eighty percent, but it's like, bro. You know the story I told you about just my parents and just the, yes. the, the, the God said that situation was for me. It allowed me to go to fashion school. Exactly, right? <laughs> and that's where you learn about blogging and everything. Because yeah, it's, so it's a good yeah. thing you sucked at school. Yeah. It's yeah. a good thing you sucked at school. You know, because a lot of the times, I mean, I knew people in high school who were gifted as shit when it came to, like, arts and stuff, right? But their parents wanted them, oh, you have to do maths and science. Uh. And it's like, but bro, that's not, what you, that's not what the person is good at. But it's like you sucking at something has really eliminated options for you. It's like, it's it's really said for you, no, bro. But yeah. now, when you have maths and science and you force yourself to get 80%, now you have more problems. Now, yeah. going, now they're saying, but you got 80%. You must go to accounting for 10 years. Now you're a now doctor. You, 10 years later, you've got CA or you're a doctor and now you hate your life because the world allowed you because you were you you were able to do it. You wanted to be good at shit. You don't, you, you wanted, you didn't want to be good at. Now, that, that's what happened to me. I was good at school. I was good at, I was good at, I was able to get the marks, but my voice was like, mm-mm, fam, mm-mm. <laughs> and I, they're like, oh, being... But your parents gave you the freedom to choose as well. No, but my, 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 my parents didn't give me the freedom to choose. They knew I was a kind of person, this is why self-awareness is important, is that there was nothing my parents were going to tell me that I was going to do if I didn't want to do it. Mm. Wait, this nah, is, nah. Get privileged right there. It's not privilege. It it's, just the, it's not privilege. It's the fact that this is your life. What? It's your life. No. I knew it's my life. So, so I had I to choose say, my own things. I say that's privilege because most, and I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say a lot of 
black kids with black parents out there did not grow up that way because what your parents said is what was because they were paying for your school fees. That's what I mean. So you had your self-awareness. That's all good and well. I had self-awareness too, but I couldn't have it up in my mom's house. No. Yes, but when you got to varsity, it's a different story. Because no, now they were still paying for fees. Yes, but you chose fashion. I chose fashion because I scraped through. Like, I scraped by in but the you trick. Chose and you chose fashion. I'm, what? You chose fashion. Yes, but if I had had your marks in school, choosing fashion would not have been an option. What oh, you're okay. saying is the thing. Like so my mom literally forced me to take maths and science. I didn't have a choice. I couldn't even choose my subject in high school. What makes you think that when I go to varsity, she would have all of a sudden let me choose what to study? No, literally my options were limited. So I went yeah, I don't to think my school. I don't think my dad would allow me to drop maths and science in high school either. Yes, yeah, so you but studied economics and that was in line with their vision. If you had decided you're going to go and take art or go and study drama, maybe your parents would have let you. But yes. there are many people who are studying accounting, psychology, uh, finance and what because their parents told them that this is the way you need to go. And that's just what I mean when I say you and your self-awareness were allowed because of the privilege your parents afforded you. Okay, but and I hear you. Most hear of you. us, Shem. I hear you. And and I didn't. And also, I didn't start with economics. I studied many freaking. I tried to study many degrees, <laughs> law, engineering. I I did a whole lot of different things that until like economics was just the easier one to do because it made sense there was a lot of philosophy to it so i didn't just go straight into varsity and say oh and in fact i was at like three different varsities in the country so like (laughs) hell i had a journey and and once again you know it's like like i said you know when you suck at something that you don't want to do it helps you but when you suck at something that you want to do you have to keep going at it don't think it must be great when you start yeah no and that's important to understand. And so, and this is, I think, where we can leave it, I think. I don't know what more I can add to it, but it's very important to understand that that it's it's a part of it and you have to just embrace it and, and play the long game. It's going to take a year or two. No, it takes a couple of years. It takes a couple like of years. 10. Yes, it takes a couple of years. For me to to do the things right now, it's taken me almost a decade. And it's not a nice thing to hear. It's, it sucks hearing. And let me tell you something. You probably hear this and think, oh, he's talking shit believe that and it's a good thing to believe that because you have to feel you have to have that naivety inside of your soul you need it yeah you have to people say oh they said to me it'll take you 10 years i was like fuck that i'm gonna get this done in two years bro here i am but yeah anyway but rather rather you think it'll take you 10 years and you work your 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 butt off Uh, i'm topless wow um rather you believe it'll take you 10 years to get there and you prep yourself for a marathon and put the work in, um, and you'd be surprised that you did it in five yes. or eight years. Yes. Rather that than the opposite. Yes. But yeah, I think that's that's it. That's us. That's cool. Boom. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're curious though, what's the one thing that stood out for you in today's episode? Please share that with us on our page at Full Circle Daily on Instagram. Send us a DM, tag us in your stories, or even send a voice note. We'd love to hear from you. And please subscribe or follow 
the channel wherever you're listening from and make our day by giving us a review or recommendation. Until next time. Bye-bye.